Tonight's scripture is Luke 19, 1 through 10. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through, and there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector and rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not, on account of the crowd, because he was small of stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste. Come down, for I must stay at your home today. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, He has gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. The word of the Lord. Sitting around a small and acrid fire that, due to the painted wood they were forced to burn by necessity, the men were in good spirits, thanks in part to the good spirits, but mostly because even though it was the end of October, it was not that cold at all. That and they had been under this particular railroad bridge now for almost a month and a half, and no one had chased them away smashed their shelters, or tried to join them. For a month and a half, they had been able to build up a camp that was really getting to be quite comfortable, comparatively, of course. When they arrived in the late afternoon from their work at the labor pool, or collecting recyclables, or from bumming change, or more elaborate asks, they didn't have to think about where to sleep or have to retrieve their bedrolls from this hiding place to take it to that larger place, or collect cardboard or plywood, or look for an overhang or an overgrowth. No, all of that was in place. Their camp, their shelter, under this low railroad bridge, nearly sealed off on one side by an enormous pile of sand, used by the city for one thing or another, and hidden on the other by a tangle of scrub trees. A store of wood was even collected and stacked, sort of. So when they did come to the camp at the end of the day, all they had to do was cook up or open up the food they had acquired that day and then sit around the fire and talk. And like those early inhabitants of the cave at Lascaux, when everything, um, when every waking moment was not occupied by survival, they turned to matters of the heart, the mind, the soul. They were not painters, no. Their creative expression landed on the reading and debating of the holy text. Having discovered that all three of them were quite knowledgeable about the word of God from their former lives and pursuits. I don't know their names, but for narrative purposes, I will call them Homeless Bill, Homeless Bob, and Homeless Dave. That night, Homeless Bob had recited the story of Zacchaeus, 
The three men sat for a while in silence, as was their custom, thinking about the text, until one of them broke the silence with the question of the evening. That night, it was Homeless Dave. What then, Homeless Dave said, straightening up and pointing his chin um, over, his right over the right shoulder of Homeless Bob, what then is the meaning of I must in the verse, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. Homeless Bob said, I must come to stay at your house today is a command to Zacchaeus to receive Jesus and provide him with food and a place to stay. Homeless Dave said, I must means it's an order to fulfill the will of God. I must stay at your house today. You see, in the book of Luke, I must is spoken by Jesus only three times. Once at the beginning of the book, Luke 4, Homeless Bill recites, but he said, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God. That is why I was sent. Very good, said Homeless Dave. And then in this Zacchaeus passage, he says, second time, I must. And then the third and last time is at the end of the book. It was Homeless Bob's turn. Luke 24, Jesus, referring to himself, says, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. So you see, said Homeless Dave, I must means compelled. Jesus is compelled by God to follow these three commands to fulfill his will and accomplish his purpose. I must preach the kingdom of God. I must stay at Zacchaeus' house. And I must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise again. Almost Bill questioned him, how can it be that the three things Jesus must do to fulfill the will of God, to preach the, the, to fulfill the will of God, be preach the kingdom of God, stay with Zacchaeus, and be crucified and rise again? It is clear why he must do the first. How can anyone understand the way of redemption if Jesus does not tell them? And the last, this act is what brings about the redemption of all people for all time. So of all the things that Jesus must do and say, how is it that staying with Zacchaeus equals the other two? What does staying with Zacchaeus have to do with redemption? Homeless Bob then told this story. It was at Sinai, the holy mountain, when Moses and all of Israel arrived after an already considerable time in the wilderness. God called Moses up to the mountain, and the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will come to you in a cloud, thick cloud, so that the people may hear when I speak with you and may also see me when I stand before you. Then they will know that I am their God. Then Moses told the words, these words to the people, the Lord also said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their garments so that they are pure, and that when they see me and hear my voice, no harm will come to them. And let them be ready for the third day. For on the third day the Lord will come down Mount Sinai into the sight of the people. Moses began to leave uh, the Lord, but the Lord called Moses back and said to him, You shall set bounds for all the people, saying, Beware that you do not go up to the mountain or touch the border of it. Whoever touches the mountain surely will die. Whether beast or man, he shall not live. 
When the ram's horn sounds a long blast, they shall come up to the mountain. So Moses went down from the mountain and told the people and consecrated the people, and they washed their garments. And he said to the people, Be ready for the third day. So it came about on the third day, when it was morning, that there was thunder and lightning flashes, and a thick cloud came upon the mountain, and the whole mountain of God was like a volcano preparing to erupt. And then a very loud trumpet sounded, so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God. They stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was all in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. And its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace. And the whole mountain quaked violently. When the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke and God answered him with thunder. The Lord came down on Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain. And the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain. And Moses went up. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Go down, warn the people, so that they do not break through to the Lord, and many of them perish. Also, let the priests who come near to the Lord consecrate themselves, or else the Lord will break out against them. Moses said to the Lord, The people cannot come up to the mountain, to Mount Sinai, for you warned us, saying, Set bounds about the mountain and consecrate it. Then the Lord said to him, Go down and come up again, you and Aaron. But do not let the priests or the people break through and come up to the Lord, for he might break forth upon them. So Moses went down to the people and told them, When the Lord comes down from the mountain and you hear the voice of the Lord and you see the Lord present in your sight, do not break through the barrier set around the mountain. And the people desired to see the Lord, but they were afraid. Then Moses, then they asked Moses if they should retreat from the mountain. But Moses said that it is the will of the Lord to see the people and for all the people of Israel to see the Lord so that he could be their God and they could be his people. The Lord called Moses again, and Moses went up to the mountain, and the Lord asked Moses if he told the people to stay back from the barrier, and Moses said, Yes, Lord, I have told them several times, and they are waiting to hear your words and to see you, that they desire to see and hear you, but yet they are afraid. Homeless Bob paused. Homeless Dave and homeless Bill raised their eyebrows in question and statement. What does that have to do with what we are talking about? And you better have more to say. Homeless Bob smiled in response and explained, God wants the people to see him and hear him. God wants to be completely in their presence because the Lord knows that in order for them to be his people and for him to be their God, he must be known by them. They must know God completely. They must see God completely. But God has never done this before. God doesn't know what will happen if he shows himself completely to the people. He is afraid that the naked presence, his naked presence might even kill the people. He feels vulnerable. He is vulnerable and expresses his vulnerability by continually calling Moses back up to the mountain to make sure the people are ready. But the Lord is trying to make sure he is ready too. For he does not know what will happen when, he, when the people see him. They may die or they may turn away. What if the people see him fully and reject him as their God? This God of fire and smoke at the top of the mountain comes before the people. At the bottom of the mountain, this God is naked and vulnerable and desiring them, loving them, 
needing their love. Again, homeless Bob paused. Again, homeless Dave and homeless Bill raised their eyebrows. I must, said homeless Bob, is a statement of need. Zacchaeus, I need to stay at your house. There is something about Zacchaeus, this man who is a tax collector, which means he is a crook and an oppressor of the people. There is still something about this man that Jesus desires and needs. He desires and needs to be in relationship with him. And he is willing for the whole crowd to make himself vulnerable by pleading with this short little crook of a man, come down from there, I need to stay at your house. Well, asked homeless Dave, what does that have to do with the other two musts? All three, I think. The proclamation of the kingdom, the death and resurrection, and the vulnerability of the Lord have to do with redemption, he said. Vulnerability and redemption, asked homeless Bill. That, what then, asked homeless Dave, must I do to become more vulnerable? I could make my right foot more vulnerable by taking the newspaper out of my shoe. I could sleep in the open lot instead of under this bridge. I could ask people to love me instead of asking them for a dollar. You must be transformed by the God who is vulnerable, answered homeless Bob. How do I do that? Homeless Dave asks. I must go to sleep, homeless Bill says. And on that, they all agree.